Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody and welcome to the sports 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 podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. This is Jordan Palmaville, and that is Phil Ranta. I'm the sports outsider. See the when you do the this, this, outsider. and that thing, I like you it. always screw up the exposition. <laughs> I'm sports outsider. I don't know anything about sports. This is a sports podcast. You guys talk about sports. Yeah, uh, I, I I just gotta say, guys, I uh, I listened to last week's podcast. Oh, yeah, you weren't there. I was, I was were... in the San Francisco airport while you we were, were recording. You were around the San Francisco airport. Yeah, yeah. My my flight was canceled, yep. and it was also later than I thought it was anyway. So I just plain didn't make it. Yep. Uh, guys called me fat. Yep, a lot. That's why I said you were around the San Francisco <laughs> airport. <laughs> I heard oh. I heard when you sat around the San Francisco airport, you sat. Around, around the, the San, San Francisco, Francisco airport. airport. Okay, guys. Here, here's what bothers me. Probably that. the Oakland one, too, because yeah. you're so fat yeah, you go okay. to the other all airport. Right. Yeah. Here's, here's here's my issue. Now, first of all, you can call me fat. All, Those all c- the cities we will. are separated by about like Forever. 10 I'm miles. I'm certainly overweight. Like 10 yeah. miles of yeah. fat. Yep. When <laughs> you were in the, the San Francisco <laughs> area, were you mistaken for the seals at the bay? Wow. No, that's... <laughs> When you were in the San Francisco airport, did you like turn around and was like, "Oh, Napa, I think I'll wine taste a little." Oh, I'll eat grapes off vine. Oh. That would that would be healthy. Or else. Yeah, when you were in San Francisco, okay. oh. were you like, "I'm gonna eat San Francisco"? Nom 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 nom. Eat, oh, eat this town is city. small compared to how big I am. The reason the reason I'm taking issue here is because our viewers at home can't see me. Right, that's why this so, is so fun yes, for us. I want to it's inform great. our viewers at home. I am not that fat. I am. I feel like I'm in the range where you could legitimately refer to me as like portly. Joel, Joel, this is an improv show, right? Uh, no. We do a lot of improv in this show. Yeah, we well, it's, it's like radio. Show. Yeah. Where's the yes and? <laughs> I pretend I don't know anything about sports every week, <laughs> even though I'm a professor of sportsology. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just want the viewers at home to know that that because I feel like a lot of extremely fat people go oh, I'm portly and they're full of crap right. I think I'm legitimately in the realm of people you go oh well, no, you're port. just well, a port we, we talked this you're about- a place where ships dock well I, you're-, <laughs> you're so large <laughs> you're not portly you're port like right <laughs> that's pretty good yep that was that was solid yeah that's right you're I'm a foodie. foodie you're a foodie yeah. tell, tell you, you what are, you're a foodie can we yeah right can we post a picture of me on the website? Hello, yeah, ladies. All right. Yeah. Got to be shirts off. Shirts just off. Just how? F- yeah, shirts off is fine. There I just we go. Think- but if you have your shirts off, you have to be frowning like in the before pictures. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, that's fine. Ooh. I guess, again, <laughs> not saying I'm not roller. fat. I'm just saying I'm not that fat. Right. And that's your sports news <laughs> for the week, everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the green of the grass. The oh, softness of a well-worn glove. The smile of a child Wait, eating popcorn at the ball game. This is only baseball. What we're still doing this? Yes. Set? Presented by Socks. <laughs> this we're still doing the segment? Yes, please. Please hit the Socks drop. I said, this is only baseball presented by Socks. Brought to you by Socks. I love this, by the way. Uh, I listened to last week's episode and while I was infuriated by the fat stuff, I think this is our 
best segment no, we've ever No, this is had. so boring. The last week we went over how last the American week League was no, fascinating. No, that was National yeah, League. That was the, the National League, League was See, you're founded. not even paying attention. And you it was all about something. different sock, different colors of garments. Yeah, well, that's just, that's, I mean, that they used the, the, the red stockings, the white stockings. This uh, is, and, and both now two. American Can you just okay. read it as quickly as possible? Volume hey. two, the American League. Okay. Oh, great, the American League. This will complete our knowledge of the origins of the league. Jesus Christ. 1901 was the first season that the American League was considered a major league. At the Ooh. time, the AL was comprised of eight Was teams. Wild Thing in it? Like the major league movie? Phil, could you could you please, Phil? Unless what? The AL lured many stars because it did not have a maximum salary, unlike the Ooh. National League. Notably, Nap Lejoie received a contract from Connie Mack and the Philadelphia Athletics for $6,000. That was $3,600 over the National League maximum. We'll, yep. pay a, uh, we'll pay a nickel per game. It's a hot dog. <laughs> it was $166,000 in today's money. Ooh. However, the Orioles soon fell into debt owing their star player, Joe Kelly, over $12,000. Unable to afford the debt, ownership sold the Orioles to Andrew Friedman. The <laughs> Nobody cares. W- the I, principal I owner care. of the, NL Gi- the NL's New York Giants and John T. Bush, the principal owner of the NL's Cincinnati Reds. The day they assumed ownership, they released the seven best players and divvied them up between the Giants and what? Reds. Are we, like, studying this for a less interesting signing version of them for new deals? The AL president, Ben Johnson, was forced to join with the minority owners to seize control of the Wait, team. Wait, minority owners or minority owners? Or minority owners? I said minority <laughs> owners. I know. Minority owners or minority owners? Do you think minority owners owned much back then? Well, that's why I was curious. That might have been interesting to me. Could you? Of again, course. Phil. We're I talking am, about levels of investment in the league. And, and, and it's, it's and astonishing stuff. Was had to, it was sold to the NL, to two guys who owned NL teams, and they basically just released the best. They bought it so they could divvy up their best assets and sign them to their own teams. Right? The president of the AL has to come in and join with the minority owners, get control back, seize control of the team from the NL owners, and restock the team using players on loan from other AL uh, franchises. <laughs> of course, gosh. the Orioles had to forfeit a game that day due to not having enough players. Oh. See, this happened in the last one. Can you believe people, that, Phil? What was that, where people weren't games? showing up to games, and now they're forfeit. They didn't even care. They didn't <laughs> even care. Why are we rehashing this? Even historically, while they were supposed to be playing, they didn't give a shit. Jordan, what is wrong with Phil? Can we stop this segment forever? However, following the 1902 season, a peace agreement was reached between the two leagues. And following the 1903 season, the winners of the AL pennant and the NL pennant played each other in the inaugural World Series. The first ever World Series! No. (laughs) I'm not. I don't want to. This was Only Baseball, presented by Sox. Put the socks in your mouth. All right, what do we got in the show today? Um, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'll tell you, we got news, news, news. We got yep. a weird sport. Hey, Phil, we got a weird sport? You're goddamn right we do. Joel, we have Johnny Jockerson. Johnny Jockerson. WMAD. Yeah. WMAD. That would be San Diego's number one sports radio station. The NAD. No, the yeah. MAD. M-A-D. W-M-A-D. The, the NAD. No, MAD. Mad, uh, mad, yeah, mad. I wouldn't right. say that to him. He apparently has a little bit of a temper. Oh. Well, I think I think it's part of his shtick. Yeah. I, I think it's part of his he's, shtick. He's on to talk about uh, the All-Star game. Well, that's great. Being, we should, we should make this is the the like the one week of year where there's there's like no sports. Right. Nice. So it's, if, if we had so we're talking you, only Phil. baseball. Yeah. The the bad boy of podcasting meets the bad boy of radio. Right. Pretty much. Yeah, finally. We and we have, head a, head we, have, we have someone on from the Tour de France, right, Phil, that I'm really excited to meet. Yes. Talk some cycling, maybe. Yeah. That's going to be great. 
It'll be good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, let's get things started with news, well, news, let's, news. Let's yep. go. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Great to have you back, typewriter Joel. A man, yeah. that was a crisp typewriter. I was say, Jordan could not do it. Ooh, Here's not, the thing, uh, guys. I always thought it was like a ticker machine, not a typewriter. Oh, either I way, was, I, yeah, either, either way, way, I couldn't do it. It's hard to do. You need to have a talented tongue. The talented tongue of Joel Anderson. That's, uh, that's what all the ladies are talking about. 12-year-old Buckeye fan names cancer Michigan and beats it. In a heart. What? Well, I'll explain. Oh, sorry. Go on. You can. What? I guess I'll read the news story. <laughs> okay. Read the news story. Do you, do you open the newspaper and read a headline and be like, uh, uh, Zimmerman not guilty. What? What? Yes, all the time. That's exactly how I read a newspaper. Phil doesn't read things that are small. Right. Oh, okay. In a heartwarming story, a young Ohio State fan named Grant Reed was diagnosed 14 months ago with cancer. That is heartwarming. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And has he's just completed his final chemo session. Oh. Now, he named his cancer Michigan. Yeah. He's a big Ohio State fan. However, even though he reached his final chemo session, he may not be in the clear yet as his cancer's remission is going to be watched closely by oncologist Dr. John Cooper. <laughs> um, thanks, Joel. Uh, he was it's, a John Cooper was the coach of the Buckeyes for a long time, and he couldn't beat Michigan. Very good. A very, he, he very, a very good. good. Okay. Very good coach, other than very that. Good. But he went like two and ten against Michigan, and he got fired because of it. Even as an alumnus, the fact that he named his cancer Michigan and seems to have beat is a truly positive story, and it's much better than the hundreds of Buckeye fans each year that use the standard "my wife's nickname is Michigan" defense when they're charged with domestic assault and battery. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one. Likewise, it is better than the thousands of Buckeye fans in middle school that have jokingly named their penis Michigan. <laughs> well, a- actually, not. That's still best. Yeah. Speaking of that, Giants pitcher charged with open and gross lewdness. Subheadline: Giants team charged with open and gross play. Oh, oh, they must not be very good at the sport they play. <laughs> Meow myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're not having a good year. Oh. <laughs> By now, we're jaded in the sports community. Very much used to players fondling and harassing women. Oh Bunch, yeah, like waitresses. Yeah, yeah, the only reason we can have this podcast happens is because all stuff like that the happens. time. Right, right. They're total sleaze bags. We're total. all used to athletes being sleaze bags. Yeah. Well, you know, so Giants starting reliever Chad uh, Chad Gaudin has brought sexual harassment to a new yeah. low. According to police How's reports, he appeared drunk when he approached a 23-year-old woman nice. on a gurney in the emergency room lobby Whoa. at the Desert Springs Hotel. Uh, sorry, oh, hospital. Told her she was disgusting. gorgeous. Well, that's nice. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that well, was nice. Then touched her face and breast. Oh! But I feel like we've all done this when we're on the gurney, coming off the <laughs> anesthetic. Yeah. A uh, paramedic who witnessed the incident uh, told Godin, uh, Godin, Godin to leave the woman alone, but he refused, and security staff held him down until the police arrived. What? He was that adamant about touching her face and breasts? Here, here. No! <laughs> I want another touch! I want another touch! Ah, here, here's, here's, on a gurney! So here's what the officer wrote. I asked Godin several times how he ended up at the hospital, and each time he told me that he didn't know, the officer wrote in the report. Oh, no. He appeared to be intoxicated. He had slurred speech, bloodshot eyes, trouble standing still, obeying commands, an odor of alcoholic beverages, and couldn't repeat his house number, where he lives, the same time twice in a row. Oh, dear. Many wild times in Vegas, you know, when you get so drunk, you don't know how you even got to the hospital. That's a fact. (laughs) But don't worry, because his lawyer has an airtight explanation. Oh. He issued a statement saying his client was ill at the time of the alleged incident. Sure. Denies any wrongdoing. 
He said he was examined in the emergency room of a local hospital while experiencing symptoms believed to have been related to Heat a, stroke. acute renal failure oh. due to a condition called ramadamolosis. Oh, uh, ramadamolosis? <laughs> I'm, I'm, whoa, 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 what's that? <laughs> sounds well, made it's up. Its symptoms include confusion, dehydration, loss of orientation, and or consciousness. Wait, and so groping it's just another word for... I, I can't. I don't. Well, I'm renal is kidney, right? So Rehabadamoiosis. Uh, I don't know. Do we have some sort of schoolhouse rock song that can explain what this is? Yeah. Well, if only uh, Ben Roethlisberger had Ramadamoiosis, uh, you know, and it'd be good for him instead of being yeah. a piece of shit race rapist. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> well, he is. He could be a racist too. I mean, He's a it's piece of shit raping racist. Yeah. Does he only rape white women? Because <laughs> yeah. then we'd know if he yeah, a he's racist. a racist. Uh, common causes <laughs> to this point. Yeah, those are the yeah, only common causes uh, for uh, this disease include <laughs> alcohol or drug use, muscle strain or crush injuries. So every time I'm drunk, I can just be like, I'm not drunk. I got ramenomenosis. Right. <laughs> if you if you can say it, you're not drunk. Right. That's probably right. Aaron Hernandez has been model inmate. Should have focused energy on being model citizen. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, is true. Is Aaron Hernandez officially not the shittiest person in sports because the check got in? No, he's still no. I guess I know Aaron he didn't kill someone, yeah. but he groped a woman on a gurney. Did she, she can't go anywhere? <laughs> and Aaron She's Hernandez. We've had lots of the Twitterverse saying that they wanted Aaron Hernandez back on the show. Really? Yeah. People huh? really liked it when Aaron Hernandez was on. Well, the you know, show. maybe we'll maybe probably we'll be the only people back. who got a real interview with yeah. him. Yeah. Let's have him back. Yeah. Urban Meyer trained killer Aaron Hernandez <laughs> has been nothing but perfect, according to the Bristol County Sheriff, Thomas Hodgson. He's kept to himself, though it is a forced introversion as he's being held away from the general prison population. Smart. Hernandez hasn't complained and has eaten all of his meals, which sounds like a report you would get from a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> he made one request for more protein in his diet, which was denied. <laughs> what? You yeah. can't deny someone if they just want to eat a little healthier, huh? If you're well, if Give you're another you're in prison, it's like, hey, I He's, want more protein. They say, hey, guess what? You're in prison. That's he not probably nice. wants a lot more protein. He's probably worried about maintaining his muscle oh, yeah. mass. Well, he's been doing he's been doing sit ups, uh, knee bends, and uh, push ups all day in the cell. Yeah, just like the Sarah Connor at the beginning of Terminator Two. Exactly. Yeah. Sarah. Here, here's an average day for model inmate Aaron Hernandez. Up at six a.m. for breakfast, Good. an egg a portion of grits, a muffin square, and a glass of milk or uh, tang. And he probably goes for milk if he wants the protein. Well, here, here's the best factoid of the piece. Uh, Hodgson told the Boston Globe, we actually serve tang now to cut cost, but believe it or not, it actually has higher nutritional value than orange juice, and it's cheaper. <laughs> really? <laughs> Apparently. Uh, he's allowed two books to read at a time, and he can write letters during the day. Hodgson said that Hernandez likes to read, and that he sent down a copy of Tuesdays with Maury because being in a cell all day makes Hernandez miss smaltzy, mediocre sports writers. <laughs> <laughs> he gets out of his cell only three times a day where he can make collect calls at this time, and it's hilarious to refuse them. <laughs> but he's, he's also only allowed to go outside once each day. Whoa. Would you know what to do if you got a collect call in this day and age? You have a collect call from. Oh, you can't. You got to be fucking kidding <laughs> yeah. me. There's no way. I would start no arguing with the robot voice. Like, no, no. Who's calling me no, collect? Bullshit. Who found Honestly, a payphone to call me collect? Yeah. Honestly, though, if, if you found out you were getting a collect call of all your friends, guys, who do you think it would be most likely to be coming from? Of all of my friends? Yeah. If I got a collect call, 
I would say that it's uh, Bro Squad 5 uh, co-worker Steve Sears. Really? Yeah. See, I, w- I would go with you, Joel, just because I know your That's phone battery dies a lot. <laughs> yeah, I kind of would have no other comment except no. that I know I've been in several yeah. situations of you where your phone battery I've actually, died. I've actually hung on to that list I compiled the last time it happened of numbers. You'd uh, be too proud to ask for help. <laughs> I don't believe that you would call anybody collect because you'd be like, I'll find my way back. I wouldn't. Well, I, there might still be reasons to call you collect. I Name might, five. To make I'm fun s- of you. I'm sitting you r- would never <laughs> call collect. I'm sitting around the San Francisco airport and I Ooh. ate everything nearby. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? An entire town of people? Rom, 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 rom. All right, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Joining us now in the studio is Johnny Jackerson, uh, co-host of uh, uh, K, I said W, but K-M-A-D's uh, morning sports program. K-M-A-D, K-K-K-M-M-A-A-D, K-Man! Hey, the echo thing's kind of mine. I know you don't know this because you're just jumping on the show, but the echo thing's kind of mine. You think you can just claim the echo thing? Oh, This is the- exactly the sort of absurd behavior that we can expect here in liberal America. I like a challenge. Bad boy of <laughs> radio meets bad boy of podcasting. Bring it on! So uh, podcasting is just a fad. What? No, the computer's going to be around for a while. Radio's going away. Bullcrap! As long as we have cars, we'll have a radio, right? No, we're gonna have. Po- it'll all be computers. It'll be computers that'll be feeding out audio. Oh, I know. I'll just I will jump in my internet guy's... car and drive it to fake internet work. That's what most cars are already. What is this gang up on fill time? We're talking to this jock asshole. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. What? Come on! This is, this is fairness, our guest. Be nice okay, to our guest. I'm sorry. In fairness, jock asshole was my nickname in elementary school. Well, what's your nickname now on the radio? Jock asshole. There we go. The jaundice jackalope. All right. right so we came on, we brought you on because there's not a lot going on in the sports world now except for the All-Star game. Yeah, which I got to tell you, I am really upset about. Why why are you upset about the All-Star? It's a great Let me celebration tell you something. The, the All-Star game is an abomination. It's an affront to our American values. It's a game that they play, but they don't try particularly hard to win. Okay, it might as well be Adolf Hitler shitting on an American flag. That's how awful the All-Star game is. Well, because of his general uh, bowel irregularity, it would be very hard for Hitler to do that. And so he would be trying harder, I guess. But that's a a bowel thing. He he had like IBS or some shit. No, but you're you're missing the point here. It's that the All-Star game is for jerks and losers and assholes, okay? We should be talking right now about the game we saw last night where everybody gave their all. Yeah, you know did, what? Yeah. It's baseball, and that's what people do with baseball because it's American. Look, the well, All-Star did. game is fun because people like celebrities. It's the same reason why we no. watch red carpets. No. It's a sport. It should be played as a sport. Well, it they- ended in a tie once. Do you have any idea how awful that is? Bud Selig is a terrible commissioner for him to allow the all-star game game to continue having this level of irrelevance is totally ridiculous it's it's almost as ridiculous as letting adolf hitler shit on the american flag (laughs) okay okay let's let's back up did you have any suggestions to fix i mean they already played for the world series Uh, home field advantage that that makes them play hard i i'm glad you asked that i have several suggestions for how to fix the all-star game all right, Johnny All right. Jackerson. First suggestion, the losing team, including the coaches, all get docked one game's pay. 
Okay, well, I mean, that's a little... Uh, I, wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't. Rule number one of business, don't fuck with people's money. Second well, suggestion, they make a lot of money anyway, yeah. is forced to perform calisthenics for two hours after the game in front of the fans in order to be effectively shamed for losing. Who says calisthenics? What is it being run by like a Calisthenics is the appropriate fan? way to refer like to he's it. He's got those little megaphone thingy made out of a plastic cone being like, all right, time for new jumping jacks. With calisthenics time. I feel like calisthenics is also the thing when, like, you just, like, turn at your hip a lot. Like right, that. you're like, wearing a unitard. Okay, <laughs> you two, clearly both communists. Okay. Third suggestion. All right. We kidnap the families <laughs> and or pets of all of the what? players taking part in the game and threaten to kill them if they don't win. No. No, it's not for real. We're just doing it to scare them. But then they just wouldn't They were no better than They'd South be America. Like, Why would we do that? <laughs> No, they will play hard because no, they, they think that their families are going up. to die. They would probably contact the authorities. Would be the first thing you'd yeah. call. You'd call the FBI. You'd go. I've got a particular set of skills, and you'd get your family back. The FBI will be the ones who are doing this. Oh no! Assuming we don't disband them because they're a sign of our government-run rampant. Look, this is what I hate Fourth about no, suggestion. Okay. All members of the losing team will enter into the Thunderdome, a giant metal encased. Ob item no, where no, they will fight no. constantly. No, it will be a ladder oh, match I'm on with board. a single, single two men enter, one man leaves. This Except in this case, it'll be thunder thirty dome. men entering, dome. one man this leaving. This sounds like Royal Rumble or Money in the Bank combined. I don't like it. No, ah, absolutely not. Ah, I like this. Let's do just that one. They're no, it's baseball. They should be playing Johnny Jackson. That seems like a harsh turn. Well, that seems like not the game at all. You know what just happened? What? You guys have been jackaloped. W M A D W W M M M A D D D D W M A D. Joining us now in the studio is Pierre LaFrance. It cannot be his real name. Hello, that is my real name. All right, oh, I'm Pierre LaFrance. I am super excited yes. about this. I think it's, it's come up in the podcast before, but it's a little odd, I know, but I'm a big fan of the Tour de France. What do they call that? You're like, the, you're like the a Tour cycle de head. France? Big cycle head. Yeah, yeah. Love the cycling. Oh, are you talking Chris, about the, uh, the Chris cycle Froome race? currently uh, leading. Uh, great, great up the, uh, the, the Mont Ventoux on Bastille Day. Won the time trial again today. I do not watch <laughs> the Tour de France. Wait, what, what, what's your involvement? Yeah, we not, had you on to talk to yeah, Why do we have... No, yeah. I, I, I'm the president of Tour de France. Yeah, you're the, the, you're the, you're the president. You probably tell us no, all no, about no, Chris no, Froome. No, Alberto no. Contador is making a run at in, it this year. In the year of our Lord, 1870, my great, great, great <laughs> grandfather started the Tour de France tourism company number one in France. Oh, so it's just—it's like people, an actual—it's just a tour of France. We take people around France; they get to see the sights until the stupid backrests come and take it away. Well, I think that's—it's—it's it's great that you, your uh, company, obviously, uh, you know, yeah. I, I know France supports uh, small business owners and a family business. That's wonderful. Yeah, but we want to talk sports. I mean, no, obviously, I everybody come to me; they want to talk about the Tour de France, yeah. about Lance Armstrong. Uh, Live strong. My heart is four times larger than regular person. It's uh, but I mean, you have to admit that the it's 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 the biggest bike race in the world. It's da, a huge deal. I mean, I, I understand it might be trouble for your company, but I mean, it might be trouble for my company. <coughs> Why did it you? It just... might be trouble. <laughs> it <Yeah>. might <laughs> be trouble having same name. 
Is the Tour de France? Yeah. It is trouble. <laughs> was your was your great 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 grandfather half Russian or? What I, feel like, I feel like you have a Russian uh, French accent. Going I do on. not understand what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, it is. Look, w- my family, they know everything about France. They know everything, huh? We know everything all the way from uh, from Perry. Right. All the, the way to Cannes. Okay. <laughs> and oh. everything in between. Well, what else? What are some other cities that you take, uh, that your tour goes to? <laughs> the, yeah. We go all the way to the <laughs> you north. You know everything. <laughs> we go to all the way to the northeast. Uh, uh, North. Down to the, the south of France. The sous de France. The sous de France. Where you already mentioned Cannes. Cannes the Champs-Élysées. That's in, in Paris. Paris. Yes. Did you the, hit that twice? <laughs> I failed how well. Right. Also, That's also the tour I failed. Yeah. Uh, we look all over the Do you France. take uh, – so here's, uh, here's my question for you because obviously if I sign up for the Tour de France, your, your tour, I want to see all of France. Oh, you will see all of France. But – I especially, if I go with a company named Tour de France, I especially would like to see some of the staging areas of the Tour de France, Absolutely. the bicycle race. I've actually wanted oh, to take what? a tour no. of France that would be just following the tour. Yeah. Why would you yeah. want to over. see the staging area of the Tour de France I want to see, when like, you can see the staging area of the Tour de France office? <laughs> we have why would I want to go to an office? I, Inside why? of there, we have the copy machine. We've got the internet where we go on Priceline.com and get a negotiated hotel price. You're using we, Priceline? This kind of sounds like a crappy tour company. No, the internet has changed the tourism industry. Yeah, well, why don't I ask you this? Okay. Why didn't you just change the name of your company? I mean, some point in the 20s, it should have been pretty clear that the bike race was always going to oh, be Oh, you want deal. us to just Can surrender? How about a pit? You yes. want us to surrender to the Tour de France? Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, it might about, be weird. If there is one thing that can be said about the French people, we do not surrender. It's not. It's not we at all. We never so. surrender. Well, I think, I mean, what would be weird about this would be you surrendering to the Tour de France because no. French people, I mean, nobody surrenders to the French. I guess they do. It'd be like, it's basically like if, uh, you know, uh, Verjao and Wanul Ginobili ran into each other, they'd fly right. at Wanu the same Jean time. Nabu. Right, exactly. Yes. It was a, a simultaneous flop, the world ends. I'm so, starting yeah. to think that you do not bring me here. To buy a tour de no, France. We had, no, we have we no, had no interest we whatsoever. You here. want to see the the little tight pants man on the, I mean, I'm, I'm the bicycles. I wanted to go to more than two cities. You, you named two cities we could go to in <laughs> yeah, your tour. What? and a lot of other... All the rest of it is filler. <laughs> what? What about <laughs> the Nice? Rest of, the rest what about of Dijon? <laughs> what about Lyon? What about Champagne? The, nice. Brittany. Clearly, you have never been to these <laughs> Burgundy. places. These places, they're, um, how you say, piles I'll of merd. <laughs> they're big uh, um, mer- merd piles. Okay. Uh, they sm- smell of uh, they smell of shit. Right, uh, merd. We, uh, yes. <laughs> and, um, There's a pile there of it. Is, it would be there weird is nothing to see there. Okay. Uh, uh, can I just, can I go ahead and say here, and, and Pierre, with all due respect, we, we got from, from Jean, who, who books our... Books are um. Oh, are you talking about Gene? 
<laughs> yeah. Gene. Yes. Uh, um, he, uh, he, he books everything. He, and then all we have in the he action. He has booked many tours de France through me. Okay. Yeah. That's all, all we have here in the action sheet about you is here to talk about the Tour de France. We assumed that was cycling. We wanted to talk about cycling. And not only have you not talked at all about cycling, which it seems odd that you would live in France and have no understanding of the race whatsoever, you also appear to run a, a horrendous tour company. I mean, that's very specifically French of you. Your business is awful. You just it sounds like you just leech off of stupid tourists who don't know any better. How dare you judge my tourism company? I dare. You can't name any cities in France other than Paris. If there and is Cannes. one thing that can be said about the French people, we are always up for a fight. That's not true. I am all. going to take you outside and make a jambon out of your face. All right. All right. You know what? I'm going to take you up in that fight. Let's, Let's go outside. See both of you. We are go going outside. to bare knuckle box, and uh, maybe you'll try to escape on your little bicycle. Okay. All right. I'm opening the door. Let's. Oh, and he took off. He's still running. He's. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sports Colon Phil's Redemption. Yes. It's 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 interesting. I feel like it's good that we're winding down to our last weird sports because every time you do that intro, you you the vein on your temple bulges a little bit bigger. Yes. It's starting to look like, you know, when Howie Mandel would inflate rubber gloves over his head. Yeah. It's getting to that point. I call that vein on my temple Temple Grandin. That's my name for it. This week's weird sport, Kijaring. Skijaring. I'm guessing it's Scandinavian. Is it Icelandic? Skijaring. S-K-I-J-O-R-I-N-G. Skijaring. Yeah. Iceland technically part of Scandinavia? Like, not geographically, but culturally it definitely is. Guys, are we going to talk about geography all day? Are we going to get to sports? <laughs> all right, yeah. Uh, 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 so well, what's, to us. What is so weird <laughs> right. about this sport, Skid, Phil? Skidjaring is a winter sport where a person on skis is pulled by a horse, a dog, or a motor vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, wonderful. It is. Is it, it is it entering the race? You have your choice of one of the three. Because yeah, I, I would, would probably pick a motor vehicle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That'd probably be the best bet. <laughs> I might take a snowmobile. Yeah. Right yeah, there. that'd probably be smartest. <laughs> it's derived from the Norwegian word skikjarring, meaning ski driving. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very straightforward sport. <laughs> yes, but it's got a funny, funny name: skijoring with a dog is a sport in which a dog or dogs assist a cross-country skier. Uh, one to three dogs are commonly used. The cross-country skier provides the power with skis and poles. And the dog adds additional power by running and pulling. Uh, oh, I, I really assume that this was just sort of like uh, water skiing. I think at a dog level, 
you got to supply some power. But when you're getting talking horse, it's water yeah, it's probably skiing. Just like oh water yeah. Well, well, let's let's see about that because there's competitions uh, called skijor races, <laughs> and the skijor races are held in many countries where there is snow in winter. <laughs> no snow in winter, no skijoring. Oh. Well, what? Are so, you, like, what, what about? Did it in the water, like water skiing. Then it wouldn't have be a horse running across the water anymore. And, okay, a horse right. running across the water. Is it these Jesus horses, Joel? Horses, <laughs> yeah. if they tried to run across water, would just fall in. Oh, yeah. Oregon Trail, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> right. For the river, oxen die. Yeah. yeah. Most races are between 5 kilometers and 20 kilometers in length. <laughs> the longest race is the Kalevala, held in Kalevala, Karelia, Russia. With a distance of 440 kilometers or 270 miles. Jesus. Is that with the horses, the dogs, or the... That's the dogs. Oh, wow. Oh. Next is the River Runner 120, held in White <laughs> Daytona Horse, Beach. Yukon. <laughs> yeah. That's Canadian one, White Horse, Yukon, with a distance of 120 miles or 190 kilometers. Um, in the United States and Canada, skidjoring races are often held in conjunction with sled dog races. A little mm. bit of uh, column A, a little bit of column B. So it's a little synergistic there. Yeah, they they found uh, they found two brands that matched well together. They decided to unite those, merge those brands, and sell some more tickets. Right, there's sled pulled by dogs, skis yeah. pulled by dogs. Yes, indeed. Uh, in Scandinavia, <laughs> skijor races are tightly associated with the older Scandinavian sport of pilka. Uh, skijoring races are not normally limited to purebred northern breed dogs, such as Siberian Huskies. On the contrary, the top racing teams in the world uh, are German shorthand pointers or what? pointer greyhound mixes, Alaskan Huskies, or crosses between these breeds. Aren't those smaller dogs? I guess, yeah, I guess if you're, you're also gonna... skiing, you want them to be fast more than anything. Yeah, you don't have to pull a You slide. want a you fast want... dog. Right, you want one with good acceleration. Like if you're picking a Mario Kart thing, right? You'd want like the little cart. You'd you wouldn't want, want the Bowser cart. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't want Bowser or DK. No way. Acceleration would be too slow. Goo. <laughs> the IFSS World Championships in Skajorging, uh, they switch around to different places. Uh, the most recent one they have listed is the 2011 one, which was in Hamar and Holmen colon Norway. Was that a colon in, in the thing, or is that you pronounce <laughs> it? No, it's, uh, it's Holmen colon. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, how, uh, how many kilometers is that from Oslo? <laughs> a lot. Uh, equestrian skijorging, skijorging, <laughs> skijorging, skijoring. Equestrian <laughs> skijoring consists of a team of a single horse. Not really a team then, is it? Article. Uh, guided, uh, generally guided by a rider, um, which is pulling the person on skis who carries no poles and simply hangs onto a tow rope in a matter uh, akin to water skiing. So, hey, oh, ding, 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 ding. But the Weird horse has a rider. Bingo. The yeah. horse has a rider. Whoa. So there's two people. Somebody's riding the horse. Somebody's skijoring. Let me, let like me someone you, driving yeah. a boat in the water skis. The boat doesn't drive itself. Right. Let me tell you how you improve this board. First, you lose the rider. Second, you lose the skis. Ooh. Third, the starting gun is fired right next to the ear of the horse. That I would watch. Fourth, part of the X Games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fifth, the guy's head gets bucked off by the horse, <laughs> no. and you're dead. No, before he's it not starts. on the horse. He's getting dragged behind. No, the I horse. know, but if you put it, if you 
shoot the gun right next to the horse's ear. What's it going to do? It's going to kick the start of one of those. The guy's going to snap his neck, and it's basically going to be a really sad, slow death. Right. You're just going to watch a bunch of dead horses popping in the starting line. you're not going to tie the rope around his neck and be around his waist. Whoever's horse is still alive enough to move wins the race. You're going to shoot the horse. No, if you shoot it right next to the horse's ear, the neck will snap because it'll jump around. No, it's the guy's neck. The horse will take off. They're all going to die. You want to know how that race sounds when it starts? How? <laughs> oh! All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Very good impression. Uh, Skijari behind a horse is said to have originated as a method of winter travel, but today is primarily a competitive sport. Skijaring was a demonstration sport in the 1928 Winter Olympics. Oh, does that mean there's footage of it? I would really like to see that. In 1928, it would have had to been like a Lenny Riefenstahl film. Yeah, still. Zing. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, 1920s. <laughs> in North America, the North American Ski Joring Association, a space in ski and joring, Americans, holds competitions in which a rider guides the horse while a skier navigates a series of jumps and obstacles. Ooh. More informal competitions are held on flat ground over short courses, often as simple sprint races on a straightaway, sometimes with turns on two people were yawning at once, and it was not me. Two I people were yawning at once, it was not me. I it started with Jordan, Joel saw it and went, oh, that's a good idea, right after I eat this entire ham. Nom, 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 yawn. This ham made me sleepy because I ate it all at once. Assholes. <laughs> But anyways, when one um, person in the room yawns, the other people do. That's like I a, didn't a because thing. I was engrossed in skijoring. <laughs> we haven't even gotten a motor vehicle. Motorized skijoring uh, can take place behind a snowmobile or other small motorized vehicle. The vehicle and driver pull a skier in a manner more akin to the equestrian style or water skiing, which is the same way they last. Uh, oh, do they have a driver in the car? Uh, the, yes, they have a driver. Way in the cooler. If there was no driver. If you and just, they just had to whip it. <laughs> yeah, no. They shot a gun next to the steering case, wheel. You'd fire yeah. the starting pistol, and you'd see the drivers like start the car and then roll out. Right. <laughs> uh, another variant can tow skiers behind an all-terrain carrier, such as a Bandwagen 206. I don't know what that is. Bondwagen 206. Do you want speed on the snow? Get a Bondwagen 206. It's faster than the 205. No, it's if, if you have to transport your band between snowy places, you use a Bandwagen. Plus, in this case, several skiers uh, or soldiers can be towed on the same rope. I don't know why they threw why in they soldiers they specify in there. soldiers? Of course they could be soldiers. That's really weird that they said, or soldiers. I don't see any other reference to soldiers in this article. I wonder if like the Finnish army used to use them. That, like, uh, when they had that to makes transport sense. troops, they're like, let's just hook them up. Well, who the are they fighting? Yeah. Vikings? The Soviets. Were they? In like 1939, 1940, yeah. Did the Soviets make it all the way over there? The make so it, it, the it borders Soviet it. bordered Finland. What? Oh my God. That comes to an end. Another weird <laughs> Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close another sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, Phil will give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching sports, sports, sports podcast in your little top bar thingy. You can find us on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash comedy pod net to see 
uh, all of our podcasts, as well as me playing Tecmo Super Bowl with the uh, Detroit Lions 1991 style. This week we have special guest, uh, star of Sideways, Paul Giamatti joins me. It's very, very good, so make sure to check it out. Uh, you can also uh, find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today at stitcher.com. Search Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast. You can find us on iTunes by searching Sports the Number 3 Space Podcast. at Sports the Number 3 Space Podcast. And uh, you can download, leave us a comment. It's really appreciated. Or find all of our back episodes at ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Do we get the Twitter out there? Yeah. We're tweeting more. Yeah. Sports yeah. the or sports uh, number three podcast. Follow us on Twitter. There's more to it. The Twitter action's heating up. Yeah. yeah. It's, the heat is on. It's on the streets. We got to say. Uh, we got a lot of followers now. Phil, you did not do a great job of reading the, the credits there at the end. You don't think I that was like, good? I feel like you, you sort of did it. You were off. On, on the I felt a little the, off. You, feel, you felt like you were a little off. You try yeah. playing a video game with Paul Giamatti and see how on you are. Yeah, that would have been something. Yeah. Lights off. have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.